Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the prayer line. God bless you. This is Bishop coming at you bright and early this morning. We thank God for his goodness. We thank God for his faithfulness, and we thank God for his loving kindness and his tender mercy, which he shows us. I pray that you all are doing well this morning. At the top of the call, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for getting up this morning and coming on the prayer line. We're going to pray this morning, and we're going to share some devotions. We're going to go back into prayer, and we're going to see what the Lord has to say to us this morning. The Bible tells us in the book of Psalms 119, verse 62, that Psalms 119 and verse 62, at midnight I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteousness, because of your righteousness. And so we're rising early this morning to give God thanks. We're rising early this morning to give God praise and we're rising this morning to just glorify the Lord for his goodness, his loving kindness, and his tender mercy in which he has shown us. So, Father, we honor you this morning. We say good morning to you, good morning, Lord Jesus, and good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, lead us and guide us into all truth by your word. I thank you, Father God, for who you are in our life. I thank you, regardless of what goes on in the times in which we're living, you hold all things together in the palm of your hand. We thank you, Lord God. You said you would uphold the righteous with your own hand. And so, Father, this morning I release the faith, Lord God, that manifests in the life of the believer through the power of the word of God today, that our faith will be enlarged this morning, our faith will be increased this morning, and through that faith we're able to believe the gospel, we're able to believe the words, Lord God, that you have, Lord, declared from the heavens so that we can live the life that you've ordained for us to live. I thank you in advance for every prayer request that will be lifted up today, that they will be granted because our confidence is in you, in Jesus' name. Well, this morning, let me introduce the team that we have with us this morning. We have Sister Yvette Antoinanza. She will be doing our prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests this morning. Sister Yvette, how are you? Good morning, Bishop. I'm doing well. Thank you. How about you and Pastor Adrian? We are doing well also. I love the fact you're doing well. The Bible tells us that in 3 John 2, that we should do well even as our soul keeps well. And so I thank God that you are doing well. And we have with us a son of the ministry, Minister Side 4, Pastor Side 4, is on the line with us this morning. How are you doing this morning, sir? Bishop, I am blessed and highly favored and doing well. How are you? I'm blessed and highly favored and doing well also. Doing well also. We want to say also good morning to all of our intercessors on the line. Thank you for the thank you for the gift of God, number one, that is upon your life, and we thank you for your faithfulness and commitment to the things of God and praying in line with God's will concerning events, in line with God's will concerning people, 
um, the things that God lay on your heart. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We say good morning also to our New Destiny family. We say good morning to the universal body of Christ who's calling in from around the world. And we also say good morning to every pastor that is upon the line. And so we've already prayed. I want to turn it over to Pastor Side 4. He's going to bless us this morning. And so it's all yours, sir. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, I am just delighted, as always, to be able to come to, to join family in the morning. This early morning when we rise, we think about all that we have been through in the course of our day yet. God kisses us with favor to allow us to see another day. He says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So right now, I am just excited to, to know that my Father has allowed me to participate in, in the message that says it is morning time. Morning in every aspect of my life, morning in what I do, that means better days are here, all that we've been through. We are now going to see the greater. We're going to see the better because our Father promises us. And if we believe and receive it by faith, it will be our portion. So today I want all of you to be encouraged. I know it's early in the morning, but if you think about what life has been for you as a believer, the Bible tells us that we are where we are today as Christians, as believers, because we were saved. We heard the message of the gospel of Christ, and that message was, 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 was allowed to penetrate our heart and change our hearts and change our minds and bring us to a greater desire and a knowledge for who he is. For we were saved by faith, through, by, by grace through faith, according to Scripture. That means we don't deserve it but yet it was made available to us. And for those of us who receive it, God says that as we continue to walk in it, as we continue to hold on to it, our faith increases in every aspect of our lives. Today's devotional, I want to talk to you all about the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The reason why this is so important right now as I'm sharing it with you is because of the times the times and the seasons. But now more than ever, the gospel of our God is needed to be heard throughout this world. I'm coming from the passage from Romans chapter 1. I'm going to start reading from verse 16 and 17. And then I'm going to help you all and share with you all what the Lord is saying to me through this passage of Scripture. The Bible says in Romans 1 verse 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and also to the Greek, verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Brothers and sisters, there are three aspects of these two passages of scriptures that stood out to me. As a believer, as somebody who is, is waking up every day by faith to trust that my God has ordained and orchestrated my day, to believe and to call those things that be not as though they were, 
to know that each and every morning that the Lord allows me to live, there is a process that I must be committed to called righteous living, standing right before my God. And in order for me to fulfill that, I must demonstrate my faith in him. Faith, according to the word of God, is the substance of things hoped for. It is the confident, relying trust to believe God for that which we don't see to be made tangible in our lives. And as we believe it, we receive it, it manifests in our lives. So the gospel which has been revealed unto us, which has been presented unto us, has three phases of it that, 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 that has brought us to where we are today this morning. Number one, the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is most personal. Yes, it is personal. When the gospel has been presented to us, it is presented to those who will choose to believe it when they hear it. When you choose to believe the gospel, what it does is it increases your faith to believe that there is a God that in spite of everything that we may have gone through, what we may have done, when we say, Father, we believe in our hearts and we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus that he is master of our lives, what it does, it changes us from the inside first. Our spirit man is then saved, and then we begin to walk it out where our, our mind, our suitcase, is then brought into alignment to begin to go through a process of growing in faith, and then we are saved later on by our body. But the first thing I want you to hear is we are saved by grace through faith. When the gospel is preached, Paul says here, for he's not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What I want us to understand in these last days, we see a lot of things that we can be ashamed of. We see a lot of things in our political system. We see a lot of things in our world. We see a lot of things in the religious uh, um, setting. We see a lot of things in the church. We see a lot of things even, even in relationships that if we were to list today, we can be ashamed of. But the one thing I decree and declare over us today that we as believers in these last days will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why? Why? Because we have a personal alignment with it. We have a personal belief in it. The Bible says that, that, that when, when this gospel is preached, it is transforming. When this gospel is preached, it is supposed to, 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 to go into the, the hearts and the mind of the believer and transform them, bring them into alignment with God, bearing witness with the Lord so that their lives can continue to change. So the gospel that we preach, the gospel that you're listening to, the gospel that you will take your time to open up and have devotion in, it is first personal. And when you make it personal in your life, when you make it personal that you will set aside time like we do today to hear from the Lord, what you're doing is letting him know that you want to know him more than ever before. The word of God says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So the gospel is first personal. The second thing that the gospel is to us, guys, is that the gospel is powerful. Yes. This gospel that Paul writes here, he says that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it. 
That means the gospel has the power to change. The gospel has the power to deliver. The gospel has the power to set free. The gospel has the power to heal you. The gospel has the power to transform you. The gospel has the power to turn your life around. The gospel has the power to reverse every curse that has been spoken over your life. The gospel has the power to to make your wrongs right before God. The gospel has the power to elevate you, bring you out of a mess, out of a married clay, set your feet upon a rock to stay. The gospel has the power to lift your head up in the midst of a storm. The gospel has the power to take you through storms of life, places that, that you've been, that you never thought that you would come out of. It is by the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ that you now have the power to be, to do, to receive, to, to live out this journey that you have now decided to follow. You see, when Abraham knew that he had nothing, the Bible says he believed God despite of his current condition, despite of, of the thing that he knew he wasn't able to have, and that was a child. But because the Lord spoke, he believed it by faith that everything that God said will manifest in his life. And he walked on it. And he, and he saw the power of God's word change his life. That good news that was spoken then before our Lord and Savior came and gave his life that we might have life and life abundantly. If one man could have believed it back then, the word that was spoken and took it into his heart, and he saw that word manifest and produce power in his life to be what he never thought he would be. That same message is given to us today to believe that we can be, we can have, we can excel, we can do well and live the life that our God has called us to do. So the gospel is personal. The gospel is powerful. And last thing that this gospel is to us, it is practical. The Bible says here in verse 17, he says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Listen, brothers and sisters, the practical side of this gospel is that we are not only called to believe God and believe what he says, but we're called to walk it out. We're called to live it out. We're called to walk it out to the point where it, it shows to in every area of our lives. The Bible teaches us in Hebrew chapters 11 and 6, it says that when we come to God, we must come to him with faith, that without faith, it is impossible to please him. What does that mean? Well, it takes faith in every aspect in the, of the life of the believer to experience the greater of God. I have faith to believe that I am able to do Anything I set my mind to. Why? Because my Bible teaches me that I can. Because the good news that I have is that where I was down and broken, the good news of this gospel says that I am now lifted and brought into his marvelous light. I have been translated. In other words, I've been brought out of what was darkness, and I'm now walking in the power of light. That is the gospel. And in that light that we have, we have decided to live and walk out, it is something that we do daily. If we don't wake up every day and align ourselves with the word of God in our heart, if we don't align ourselves with the knowledge of who our God is, the enemy comes in and tries to take away 
and destroy what it is that we believe. Therefore, every day we must put on Christ. We must put on this gospel. We must walk it out. For when we stand rightly before God, we set ourselves to experience every good thing that he has set for us to have. Therefore, brothers and sisters, I want you all to understand how good your God is. And today I want you to be encouraged to know that with your faith being exercised in what the word of God says, there is no way that you can falter. There is no way that you can fail. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. The word of God increases our faith. Every time we hear it, it takes us into another level of faith. But more than anything, every time we experience it, every time we walk it out, our faith increases. Oh, I am, I am standing today talking to people who I know have grown from faith to faith. Some of us can testify that we're glad that our lives um, has changed. We may not be where we want to be, but we know that we're not what we used to be. Thank God for saving us. Thank God for the good news. Thank God for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who came and gave his life so that we might have life and that life abundantly. One, one, one passage or one translation puts it this way. Say, this good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by what? By faith. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. So today, I want you to be encouraged. Let your faith rise each and every day. If God allows you to see another day, put on your faith. Let your faith take control of you. Speak words of faith. Live by faith. See things before they manifest by faith. Call those things that be not as though they are. Glorify and praise God for what you know the Lord has promised you according to his word, even before it shows up. That's faith. And may you continue to live it out rightly before him and be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. The gospel is personal. The gospel is powerful. And the gospel is practical. Live it out. God bless you. Hey, man. Wow. We thank God for that word. Man, were you blessed by that? I know I surely was blessed by it. At this time, we're going to have Sister Yvette come with our prayer request. Sister Yvette. Thank you, Bishop. Wow. Thank you, Minister Sai, for bringing that very encouraging word uh, this morning. Blessings to you and your family. Um, I want to greet everyone on the line this morning. Thank you all for your commitment to rise up early, daily to stand in the gap, and pray for the need of others. I pray blessings to you all, too. We have three prayer requests this morning. The first one is from Nicole Thomas. She's asking for healing and restoration over her body. So, Father, you are Nicole's Jehovah Rapha. You know the details of her body because you created her according to your word in Psalms 139. Lord, you know everything there is to know about Nicole. You are so intimately aware of Nicole and her physical needs. 
you know the area of her body that needs your touch for healing and restoration. Your understanding of her brings her wonder and strength. Your strength will empower Nicole. So, Lord, bring her strength and might this morning. You formed her innermost being, shaping her delicate inside and her intricate outside and wove them all together in her mother's womb. We pray and come in agreement this morning for your miraculous healing in her physical body in the name of Jesus. We declare the area of Nicole's body that needs healing and restoration that she receives them today. Let your anointing of healing touch her, O God. Let the power of your Holy Spirit fall on Nicole this morning. We decrease sickness has no power over her body, and we declare your healing and grace overwhelm Nicole right now. Father, thank you that you are able to do far more than we could ever imagine. Thank you for your mighty power that acts on behalf of your children. We thank you for the healing, restoring, and redeeming power of the blood of Jesus over Nicole. And we ask you, bring her peace and joy in Jesus' name. The second prayer request is from Tamika Tulis. She said, on behalf of my mom, Lily Tulis, and family, we would like to thank you for your prayers. Her husband, Ken, who was battling prostate cancer, has transitioned as of Memorial Day evening and is now with the Lord. Please pray God's comfort to our family's heart. Thank you. Father, you said in Psalms 116, verse 15, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. In Philippians 1.21, Paul said, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. In Thessalonians 4.13-14, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. So, Lord God, we bring to you the Tullis family as they experience the pain and the sorrow of death and loss of a loved one. We pray, God, you will wrap your comforting hands around this family as they go, as they go through this process of pain and grieving. Surround them with your love and peace. Heal their broken hearts. We pray that they will rest in your promise and hope of resurrection. Your word encouraged believers not to mourn the death of those who die in the Lord the way non-believers do and should not be full of sorrow like people who have no hope since God will bring back with Jesus all the Christians who have died. There is the hope of resurrection to eternal life for the saints. However, Lord, in this hour, this family needs your divine intervention as they go through this sorrowful and difficult time of separation from their loved one who is now in your presence. Extend and provide your peace, healing, and comfort you alone can give, O oh God. Hold each one of them in the palms of your hands, assuring them you are present with them as they go through through this challenging moment, O oh God. We ask that you provide also all of their needs. 
in the name of Jesus. And the last one is from Antonisha Hicks. She she says mm-hmm. in the middle of she is in the middle of a career job change. She's asking for us to agree with her for wisdom and discernment in possibly changing jobs. She appreciates us in, us, uh, in, in agreement with her for the will of God to be done on earth as it is in heaven concerning decisions she is making. Father, in James 1.5, you said, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. Father, we come in agreement with Antonisha, who is asking for your wisdom, discernment, and guidance in the decision she is making regarding a career job change. She acknowledged that you are her help, refuge, source of wisdom and strength. She knows she can do nothing without your guidance and help. So we ask, Lord God, that you show her your will and your way, O oh God, by your great mercy, guide her to your will, O oh God. She's asking you give her wisdom and discernment. Provide the peace and settle her heart in faith about her decision, O oh God. Direct her heart, her mind, by your Holy Spirit. Watch over her path and guide her with your love through the hidden snares of life. Father, guide her in the path of righteousness and strengthen her faith. Guide and give her discernment through the Holy Spirit. Father, help Antonisha know when to stop and listen to your direction. Fix her heart on you as she goes forward and following in faith, arrive at your goal through the Lord Jesus Christ. You are her good shepherd who leads her and she desires that she follows the path that leads to joy and peace. Fill her with your peace in knowing that your purpose will prevail in her life in Jesus' name. And Father, all these prayers we bring to your throne of grace this morning in the name of our Lord Jesus, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 And we declare this morning that every prayer request shall become a praise report. Thank you so much, Sister Yvette, for praying for our loved ones and those who sent your prayer requests in. If you have a prayer request, please send it in, and you can go to our prayer page, and actually you can go to our church app as well and put your prayer request there. We want to pray with you and come into agreement with you that God will begin to supply all of your needs, all of your needs, and God will come through for you. As Pastor Sai helped us this morning understand the power of the gospel, the power of the gospel, not the law, but it's the power of the gospel that makes a man righteous before God. The Bible tells us that the just, the person who has been justified, through the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is justified by faith. I mean, by faith, and the just must live by faith. He helped us understand that the gospel, number one, is personal. Personal. It becomes. It begins to first do a work in our personal lives. Mm. Well, number two is powerful. Powerful. And then number three, the gospel is practical. 
I love the scripture he used at the end of the devotion, the translation he used. He uses scripture throughout the devotion, but the translation that he used at the end of the devotion comes from the New Living Translation, Romans 1, verse 17. It reads, this good news, the gospel, this good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. So it tells us how he makes us righteous. As we shared Sunday, it's not according to the law. A man is not uh, made righteous by observing all those works. We cannot become righteous by works. It goes on to say, this is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has a life. And so you having the life and you living the life that God has ordained you to live has to be lived through faith, has to be lived through the power of faith, through the power of what you believe. And that's why your belief system, your belief system is so vitally important for you to live a life of success and you to live a life of victory as a born-again child of God. Before we close today, we want to circle back to Pastor's side and see if he has any closing remarks for us. Pastor. Bishop, um, I just want to extend blessings upon the family, blessings upon everybody that has taken time out to, to be on this call this morning. God has something great and, and marvelous set before us in these last days, but we just have to continue to live it out by faith and trust that what he said he would do, he'll do it. That's my encouraging word today. What God said he will do, he will do it. So we thank the Lord for that. We thank the Lord for you, pastors, and we thank the Lord for you also, sister, that you all have done a wonderful job you have blessed us this morning. I pray that you all are blessed. And I also want to say thank you all for being on the line this morning. Thank you for coming on the line. We thank Sister Kathy for manning the line, her faithful, her commitment, her consistency. We thank God for the prayer team, their faithfulness, and their commitment, and their consistency. I'm asking you all to pray for them because what we do here it's not easy. I know it, we make it seem easy, but really it's not. It takes a commitment to be committed to this ministry. And so I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for getting up as a church and being committed to prayer. Thank you for being faithful throughout this pandemic. And we're not done with it yet, although the world is talking and carrying on saying that the date is June 15th and all these different types of things. Listen, I would say to you, do not let your guard down. Keep yourself healthy. Continue to build your immune system up. Try to exercise regularly as much as you can and various things like that. And just, you know, use wisdom. Use wisdom to um, what you do and how you do it things that you touch, various things like that. And so that's what God requires of us. I believe that eventually we're going to navigate to the other side of this. We will adapt 
to a new way of living because I don't believe it's a going back, things back to normal. I, I'm hearing that word right now. Things will never be like they once was, never. So I believe what we're really after is adapting, learning how to adapt to this new paradigm in which we're living in. As the righteous, we will continue to prosper because God says the faithful man shall abound with blessings. I boldly declare we will continue to go up in a going down world. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God traveling grace and mercy be upon you as you travel Today, I declare that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that has risen against you in judgment is condemned and proven to be wrong. God has sent out his ministering angels before you to lead and direct your pathways. The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth as you yield to who he is in our lives. In Jesus' name, I boldly declare it tonight. And according to Psalms 118, verse 24, for this is the day that the Lord has made in it we shall rejoice and be glad you know how we do it in this brand new day what is it it's a brand new you therefore it's brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities make this confession of faith with me this morning make it bold make it strong make it full of confidence greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world from this moment forward I will be very courageous I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I'm a world overcomer. We declare that over you this morning. We decree it, and it cannot be any otherwise. You are more than a conqueror, and you are a world overcomer. Listen, we look forward to seeing you tonight, or you seeing me, praise God, as we prepare our hearts for our uh, tonight, Bible study and our midweek uh, time together, we're going to have a great time. You don't want to miss it. Also, encourage somebody to come on live stream. Encourage somebody to come on live stream. I guarantee you they're going to thank you for it, and they're going to be blessed by it. Until I see you then, have a great day in the Lord. And as I said earlier, may God's grace and God's peace be multiplied to you in every way. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much, Pastor Side. Thank you so much, Sister Yvette. And this is Sister Yvette, Pastor Side, and Bishop. We're signing off this morning. Sister Kathy, you can open up the line. Let us worship the Lord. Let us declare the goodness of our God together. In Jesus' name. Amen.